Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. And so now what are some things that you do? Well, let me flip that. I've heard you talk a little bit about getting burnt out in the past. Yeah. I think it's something we're seeing predominantly. I love talking with folks about how do we really build more resiliency, more mental health in the sailing profession is it's, you know, a lot of rejection, a lot of ups and downs. Mm. How did you end up getting burnt out and what has helped you kind of uh, avoid that or sustain yourself more effectively now? I was mentally pushing through pain that I should have acknowledged. It's easy for me to push through pain and just go. I can do that. I can push things down pretty deeply and I can, I can avoid it. But at some point that's going to pop out or it's going to lead to something really bad. But I just could keep going. Like, let's just go. Keep going. I got it. I'm not worried. And it got to a point where that wasn't working. And this, this happened recently, happened last year, like probably around like April, May. Like I just been pushing, pushing. And I was like, something is wrong. So I had a conversation with John about it. I was like, something's off. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel right. Everything's working. Like it's not like the results are there, but I don't feel right. And this was the best advice he gave. He's like, okay, after this call, at the end of the day, write down everything that you do on a day-to-day basis. And then write does it give you energy or does it take your energy? It's an interesting exercise. So then I was writing it out, right? Da, 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 da. And then I realized there's a lot of things that were draining my energy, but I, but I could just, but I, but I could just do them. Right. Like it was like a unconscious competency, right? I could just like, I could do this. I got it. I got it. But actually was draining my energy and there was no one filling that cup for me. Right. Because I was giving a lot. Now, Granted, there were people who helped fill it, but it was, it's not like a lot compared to what I was giving, right? The trade-offs were unbalanced. So what I did is next to those things, if it was obviously the energy is great, then I didn't worry about it, right? I'm going to keep doing this and probably should do more. But the things that were draining my energy during this burnout, you have to ask yourself three questions. One, do I need to completely get rid of it? Like, there's no reason for me to do this at all. Two is, can I hand this off to somebody? Three is, can I change it and make it more fun for myself? So I looked at those three things and like some of those things I was like completely removed. Like I don't even hand this off to anyone. Like I shouldn't even be doing this at all. Another one was like, I need to do this, but I can hand it off. And then the other one was like, okay, like I need to do this for like the next three months. How can I make this fun for me? And that, that was great. I did it within like a couple of weeks. And then from there, I was able to like stay pretty consistent. Obviously we have ebbs and flows, but it wasn't like the burnout levels that I was at. Really, really cool. And so sounds like cooking, maybe something that fills you up now, playing video games, any, yep. anything else that you do to kind of like totally shut your mind off from work? cooking is not there yet. I'm impatient. So like, so like, so it could get there, but I would say it's kind of like in the middle. Right. But there are other things. So chirotherapy. So I go in an ice box. I love those. They're amazing. 
And then the this is one that I actually starting to like more than the cryotherapy. And I'm surprised that I'm starting to like it more than cryotherapy is the infrared sauna. So I go once a week, every Saturday morning. I'm there. They know who I am. They know what's up. I go at the same time. It's it's a ritual. And it's just helpful. Like you just think about a lot of things. I get I get some reading done. I get I, I in that, like I'm just ahead, right? I I get my goals done for the next week, right? I'm just like, I'm in here. Let's just get prepared. Like it's just a really good therapeutic process for me. I really enjoy it. And it's been the most helpful thing for me to just get right into the week. Uh because Sundays I, I try not to do anything. Sundays I don't do anything at all. I, I pretty much just like play video games, hang out. I'll do some walks, but Sundays I realize I just don't, I actually don't do anything. That's huge. I, I love that. I've also heard you, uh, talking about float tank. What, what are you, what float are your tank, thoughts there? Float tank once a quarter. It's too, it's too aggressive to do once a week. It's too much. You're going to overload yourself because you're, cause you're sitting in a tank 90 minutes by yourself. So if you do that every single week, you're, you're, it's, I feel like it's just too much to do. I think a quarter is good. So like, it just gets you to be like in the right mindset and think about new ideas. Every single time I've come out of there, like something amazing has happened. Right. So that's why I do it. Yeah. I love that. There, there is so much that our brain has to process through auditory visual, you know, sensations and being, in a place where we get to let our brain rest and relax is unbelievably yeah. healing uh, and creative. I, I love that. Um, I've seen you post some stuff. How, how are you thinking about setting yourself up for success this year? You know, to a lot of people talking about goals. How are you thinking about that for yourself? Two things. One is a theme. Every year I have a theme. My theme this year is Ascension. The theme allows you to have focus actions and efforts towards something. I had some people not like what I said this on Twitter. I don't really care because I will stand by it. I don't like resolutions. I think they're garbage. I think it's a farce. They're not relevant. Most people within 11 days forget. So tomorrow people will stop doing their resolutions. Last week, people were fired up. I saw all the people in the gym last week and I was like, here we go. I didn't see y'all in December, but cool. Like, here we go. Y'all are taking up my time. It's slower now, whatever. But I know at the end of this week, I'm not going to see them anymore. They're not going to be in the gym. So it's cool. Right. I, I don't really care. But the thing is like, I don't like resolutions. I think it's, I think it's irrelevant. You have to have a theme that you can focus on. So that's the core being of who you're going to be for the rest of the year. And then on the other side is something, this is new for me this year is five things that I'm going to do every day to have the perfect day. Five things. And they, and they don't have to be aggressive. They're not crazy. But if I do these five things every single day, I should hit my goals. I should be successful and I should be fine. That's great. Uh, that's really cool. Um, I heard you talk a, about a couple things. Gratitude videos. Yeah. Tell Big. me, what, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So I did it. I started to Jesse Eisler. Uh, he is married to Sarah Blakely and also the owner of Atlanta Hawks. So I guess he, I guess he has some type of money. He, he's, I guess he's doing decent. So, <laughs> and uh, I was on his Instagram and he mentions a challenge. I might probably will do it again this year. 30 straight days of, I did videos cause that's just me, but sending people a text message, voice, a voice message, uh, whatever a video and just saying why you're grateful for them with no ask in return. Just saying, hey, this is why I'm grateful for you. This is why I'm out. 
and that and that it was a therapeutic process because like you you get a lot of energy from that. It feels good. It feels great. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome. It was really good. That's great. Uh, two, hopefully, two quick last questions for you. I heard you talking about space mode in the past. What, what does it mean when somebody calls <laughs> up or, or lets you know you're in space mode? Oh gosh, I, I've I've come back to earth. So basically, what space mode is for context for people is I'm in my head a lot. And it's a blessing and a curse. I'm in my head a lot because I can think about things very far out. And if I could put things on a document, it's like, wow, what, it's just all in my head. And I have to get it on paper, right? But in the, in the moment, because I'm so space mode, I'm not present in conversations I'm in sometimes because I'm thinking about the 5,000 things I have to do once I'm out of this conversation or even in public, I'm like, I'm here, but like, I'm really in another sp- space. So my friends called it space mode. So what happened is, is that like with conversations, I would get into space mode too much and I wasn't being relevant and personal to people. And my friends started calling me out on it. Like, dude, like you're not, you're not there when you're talking to people, you're not present at all. And I was like, I never really realized that until they called me out. So with space mode, they called it out, called it out. I got better over time. They haven't called out, called me out for it in a very long time. So that's, that's, I mean, I got better and it's still, I mean, I still overthink things for sure. It's just part of who I am, but I've been learning to just trust myself, trust what I know, what I should be doing and not overthink it. That's great. And I'm always curious, what is something that you've seen companies do to really help, you know, underrepresented folks in sales feel welcomed, feel included and that they belong? I would, the, the most beneficial thing is letting them know that you have plans and systems in place to support them, right? It's not just like, oh, we're looking to be more diverse. And then like, you don't have systems and processes in place that make them feel comfortable. How are you, you supporting them? It's not just having a, a person who's diversity inclusion. Like, are you planning to hire people of diversity on your executive team? Do you have people on the board that are from a diversity standpoint? Because if you don't, that's the, I wouldn't, I would be skeptical, right? The actions have to map what you're saying. Anybody can be, make a statement and be like, we believe that we should be more diverse. It's different when there's plans in place, there's processes, there's blueprints. Hey, we've actually thought about this. This is how we support you. That goes a long way. That's great. And do you love winning or dislike losing more? I hate losing. <laughs> I hate this it. Is good. This is I hate good. it. I hate I, it so I, much. I understand that one. And I see a Mamba mentality behind him there. We're not going to unpack that one. Uh, what's one thing you take from Mamba mentality? I can't resist. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, I would say the biggest thing is the consistency within your days and knowing that there's a ritual to success. Uh, and I have the book, it's over here, uh, Mama Tally Kobe's book. And he talks about, hey, look, I went to the gym at 4.30. Then, then I went home. Then I went at noon. Then I went at 3.30. Then I went at 8.30. And you're like, I'm already exhausted reading this. But like, but there's a ritual to greatness and there's a ritual to your craft. And you have to focus on that in order to be successful. So like, that's what I learned. From him, that's why I love it. Yeah. I love that. Morgan J. Ingram, this is just so many nuggets in here. Where do folks find you? You know, where, where can they become maybe your 150,000th LinkedIn yeah. follower? Uh, absolutely. So uh, LinkedIn, Morgan J. Ingram, uh, more responsive on Instagram at Morgan J. Ingram. TikTok is there as well. And yeah, if anyone wants to connect, let me know. 
Awesome. Uh, well, this is fantastic. We'll link to some awesome things that you've got coming up as part of the JB Sales Membership Program. I know you got a workshop in March through AAISP, so we'll link to those mm-hmm. in the show notes. And until next time, let's go make today great. All right, man. Cheers. Thank you. It's thanks to help from listeners like you. This podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Thanks.